do, uh, Sarah do. is hooked on a feeling, if enjoying some it. Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> soundtrack. Pretty great soundtrack. It's a really good one because they've got volume one, volume two, and it's really, really dope. Well, the third one's out. We haven't seen the third one yet. No. We're not that big on the, the Marvel franchises. We enjoy them, but we don't necessarily go out of our way to go to the movies or make it something we need to watch. I think we watched Thor the other weekend, right? Yeah. In the beginning, it was, like, awesome because there was hardly any Marvel movies. Like, the Avengers and stuff came out, like Iron Man. That was really cool. That, but that now there's just was called Phase 1. Phase yeah. 1, yeah. But now there's just, like, there's like heaps now. I don't think I've even really seen the Wakanda one. Um, I, I watched that new... one the other week. Yeah, was it good? Uh, it was all right? It's just kind of... So just another Marvel movie? Yeah. Not, yeah. Nothing... Too crazy or too out, not outlandish, but nothing substantial that adds on to the canon. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, if you're a, a big fan, you're like, you need to see it because this, this, and this happens with the character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just another movie. You know, once you know the, the, the structure of how stories are told, you're just like, okay, here's the stake. Mm-hmm. Here's the payoff. It's kind of like, yeah. That's very true. You're just waiting for like that build up and stuff. Cause like we've been so much into, storytelling, writing, all that kind of thing at the moment. And we actually found um, Stephen King's book, uh, what's it called again? The on writing. On writing today as well for like two bucks, which is absolutely amazing. And I've seen it pop up as- Everyone recommends it. A hundred percent, yeah. All the that, authors anyway. No, if it, and everyone that writes like, oh, here's a, you know, five books or whatever to help you write or help you be creative, like Stephen it's King's always, always in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, ever since like getting into that, you're sort of watching a movie and you can sort of tell, be like, all right, this is like the climax, something's going to happen. Well, it's actually interesting. Sometimes when I'm watching movies on my own, I-, I tend to not watch the whole thing in one go. I'll watch maybe half of it or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm finding that I'm pausing it at the exact time that – not the exact time, but very close to the exact time that I knew you're going into um, the second scene or the sec- the third scene. Mm-hmm. You know, all the, th- the act, rather. You right. Know, there's three acts into a story. Yeah. I feel like I'm just pausing it right when, like, the third act's about to happen and then I come back and finish the story then, almost like I'm breaking it up into episodes myself. Right. When you think about the movies you used to watch on TV mm-hmm. and they used to be filled with ads, mm-hmm. the ads would just interject. I wonder if they made movies knowing that ads were going to get played on them. Obviously, when they made movies back in the day, the idea was it would go to the cinemas first and then it would make its way onto TV. Mm-hmm. But how do they pick when those ads are inserted into the, the movies when it's played on TV? Because it's every... 20 minutes almost. Yeah, I could see that happening, but there's also just like changes in stories anyway. Like in movies, sometimes you've got to like stop to a next scene anyway. But I remember like sometimes watching like TVs and movies and stuff, movies on TV, and it just like stop halfway through and be like, that doesn't make sense. So someone's actually. When they put an ad in, you mean yeah, between. Yeah. Between scenes. I know. There was times when I was watching movies and I felt like the the space for an ad was the space in the movie was created knowing that an ad would probably go there, if that makes sense. Maybe, depending. Like, if it was straight to it's probably TV not the, probably not the case movies, at all. But. Yeah. But I think because you have someone, I don't know if it's still the same case now, but you'd have someone actually putting those ads themselves in the movie. So it'd be like a human person. So yeah, then, So then they would be able to pick the perfect spot for it anyway. So rather than... Just being like random, like mid sentence. You have someone watching, well, be like, "This is the perfect it's spot like for when you an put ad. an ad on a YouTube video. Yeah, you, you can just let the algorithm just pick and choose when, and it's right in the middle of a sentence mm-hmm. or something. Or you can wait till there's some sort of mini cliffhanger that you can insert yeah. it, put it through, or like you're about to put in, yeah, just some sort of like scene change. Really, so, yeah, Marvel. We were going to see Flash the other week, but. Apparently, it's horrible. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, damn. Well, because it's got, like, yeah, you've got cameos from Batman. I pretty much want to watch it because of Michael Keaton. Like, he would be so good in it, I bet, because he's, like, playing a version of Batman. I reckon his screen time is probably four minutes. Probably all the best bits are in the trailer, right? Yeah, I'd yeah. say so. <laughs> damn. Yeah. I think we're seeing Oppenheimer tomorrow? I think tomorrow. Okay, we'll go tomorrow. We're a bit tomorrow. under the pump today. It's been a bit of a... Great reviews. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was either that. I kind of also want to watch the Barbie movie, but Drew's not very interested. But um, I, I can wait. I can wait till it comes out on DVD. I'm pretty, um, not DVD, but on streaming services. I'm pretty patient when it comes to that kind of thing. Uh, um, 
I'll, I'm happy to watch it. I'm not happy to pay $20 to watch it. Fair. No, that's totally fair. And I think it's one of those ones where it's hitting so many people like in that childhood moment because I was very lucky because like Barbies weren't cheap. Like I actually had quite a few Barbies growing up when I was a kid. And it's just one of those things you see the like the marketing is like everywhere at the moment. I've actually got a um, article talking about some of like the viral like marketing moments. Um yeah put that on anyway but it's just one of those ones where it's on instagram it's on tiktok people are doing like fashion shows and all that kind of stuff for it as well it's like literally everywhere at the moment you can't escape it like people like airbnbs are doing houses um making them pink or something yeah like doing um yeah making houses pink and doing it like the dream house and then people are driving around like pink cars heaps of like fashion influencers are doing like barbie inspired outfits and then yeah throughout all the premieres and stuff something that margot robbie's been doing or her marketing team's been doing she's wearing like replicas of barbie traditional like barbie outfits as well there's so much history to to pull on in terms of uh, like things like that. I yeah. know even Ryan Gosling's doing pretty much the same thing, but there's so much history. There's so many variations of the Barbie doll or yeah. even the accessories that came with it over mm-hmm. the decades. 100%. And you can use all of that for, for references and for uh, inspiration mm-hmm. for the marketing campaign. But, yeah, it is everywhere. There's, I, I think I read – or was it, it might even be this article. There's literally hundreds of brands that are just covering everything in pink Yes. On the run-up mm-hmm. to the release. Yeah. And it's a very smart thing. So whether the movie's good or bad, like, they've kind of kept everything close to the chest. They haven't really revealed much until the lead-up of the release of the movie. Usually things get leaked, but I think it was only one photo got leaked of, like, them in, like, fluoro, like, lycra skating, and that was it. Usually there's a lot more, like, behind-the-scene photos, but I think they kept it pretty much under wraps until I think the, the trailer be, came out. The movie's supposed to be pretty good. Mm. It, it's... Kind of interesting to think about how much marketing, how much time and money has gone into the marketing of this movie. Because mm-hmm. if it was a flop, it'd all be a gigantic waste. Yes. So it's almost like they knew it was going to be awesome. Obviously, you don't make a movie thinking it's going to be trash. You yes. make a movie because you think it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. But they they wouldn't have went to that much effort if it was going to be just average. Think about other franchises that have been around for decades that have made movies recently like super mario yeah, brothers yeah true and that like went off like with what jack black was doing with his marketing and making a song and stuff for it as well that, that's that's just him though that's not 50 brands yeah that's true 100 different brands yeah the how widespread super mario is arguably almost as big as barbie barbie's Probably more universal. It's been around for a longer time. But Super mm-hmm. Ma- everyone knows what Super Mario yeah, is. 100%, yeah, hundred percent. But there wasn't the same campaign for marketing. Yeah. So it's it's almost like they knew it was going to be a smash because it's apparently just doing great already. Two days into. Uh, the box office. Yeah. Well, there's like a gang of like cartoon series as well for Barbie. Um, There was a, I remember like a viral, not viral, but like there was a PC game of like Barbie as well. And you could do like the hair and makeup and then you have all these spinoffs like, you know, Mermaid Barbie, Fairy Barbie. Yeah. They did like a whole bunch. Um, And it just reminds me of, you know, the Simpson episode where Smithers is like heats into the dolls. It's like pretty much their version of Barbie. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like that sort of history of like them sort of making these dolls and stuff and being a very big like collectible market as well, like the old school like vintage Barbies. Mm. Yeah, like it's huge. It just covers so many markets, like the collectibles, the young girls, like it's not only just for kids. Well, it's not really for bo- like a- it's not really for boys though. Unless if you're like you're you're a boy and you're like into Ken, but when when I was younger, I had Barbies. My brother had Action Men. So could you imagine if there's an Action Men? Oh, they they made a GI Joe movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So could you imagine like an Action Man movie? Barbie as well? is very. I mean, are, are we one of those people? Are we getting older? Are we, are we one of these people that are trying to enforce genders or colors and different stereotypes on genders and things? You know, this is whole PC debate. Oh, uh, yes. But it is like Barbie is tailored towards girls. Well, like it's, when, there's when we, hard facts. Well, when we were growing up, like Barbie was huge in what, the 90s or 80s and 90s, and it was very much marketed and tailored for girls. And it still it still is. Like this movie's not really like going to bring in 
adult men into the into the cinemas. Um, probably dragged by their girlfriends for sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or their boyfriends, if that's how you swing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But getting back to like the marketing thing, they are going crazy at the moment, which is I think always very interesting when they do that. But again, like with this article, um, it's been like announced or it's been in the whispers for ages. Um, the movie, the idea of a Barbie yeah, movie. Yeah, if you scroll down just a tiny bit, like the middle, it said the project was first announced in 2009 and has many failed in- in iterations before finding its final form in 2018. So I think because of COVID, um, it got pushed back a little bit and they had a few different directors, but then when Greta Gerwig uh, came onto the feature, um, it really went into like a different sort of aspect. Was she on um, SNL as well or is she... You're asking someone that does not watch SNL, <laughs> but you can ask the internet and it's right here. But I know she's she does a lot of directing. Um, I'm not sure if she was I mean, SNL. SNL should be a writer or an, either that or a comedian. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know if she was an SNL. I don't think so. Hmm. So uh, everyone seems genuinely excited to see this movie. Kids and parents. Fashionistas and their straight boyfriends. There you go. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Cynical feminists and campy gays. So the movie is take project- that as you will. The movie's projected to make up to $155 million on opening weekend alone. That's massive. Um, in other words, everyone seems to be buying what Barbie is literally selling. So during its much touted marketing campaign, Mattel partnered with over a hundred companies hitting all kinds of demographics from gamers to glassware enthusiasts to oral hygiene freaks. That's like old school, like nineties sort of like viral campaigning, you know, they would have the McDonald's happy meal. They would have, um, I don't know, cereal boxes and chocolate bars and like like all that kind of thing. Like. Star Wars body wash. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? There was literally was Barbie bo- bo- body wash, 100%. Or like Barbie bubble bath. Little things like that. So stop and think about this for a second. Not many guys, straight guys, are going to be buying any Barbie merchandise. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's pretty pretty obvious, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not saying anything controversial here. No, no. The movie is projected to make up to $155 million, mm-hmm. which I imagine it's going to keep going up and up and up. Yeah. So if we could get into how much it costs to make the thing, but with 100 brands partnered, I was reading, and it makes sense, this is just one gigantic commercial for Mattel. Mm-hmm. So they can make money at the box office, but they're going to make more money long term. Merchandise. With all the merchandise. Yes. But I was saying this in my own podcast. It's not going to last long. You're going to get a couple of months out of it until the DVD sales sort of dry up. Mm-hmm. And then all that money is going to go into the next cool thing. Yeah. But realistically, even if the movie broke even, all the advertising and the marketing and the um, connections and collabs of all these different brands and companies to have whatever, a, a Barbie razor or a Barbie hairbrush or a Barbie... I don't know, water cooler, whatever they're making at the moment. <laughs> yeah. All that money is going to be made up for Mattel, the company, mm-hmm. even if the movie broke even, which yeah. it won't. It's going to make a ton of profit. No, 100%. Um, and it's one of those things where they've already have like a stream of merchandise already, like the core. So I think we talked about a while ago, I think like Star Wars was an example or like even Harry Potter, um, when they're remaking these films, they've already got a gang of like figurines and like Lego sets and all that kind of stuff that already exists. They don't have to create something new. Like it's not a brand new storyline, not a brand new like character arc that they need to like redo. They've already got this. So it's just enhancing what they already have. Yeah. Mm. I mean, Mattel, biggest... Probably the biggest toy company there is, right? What else do they do besides Barbie? They'll have to do other things. Uh, Most popular Mattel. Toys. Toys. Let's see. Bestsellers. Ooh. I mean, this is going to be on their web. This is going to be current sellers, not Not all time. Of all time, yeah, throughout history and stuff. Let's see. Bestsellers. Yeah, so let's look at this then because we're just promoting them even more. (laughs) Top toys for 2022. Like, they've got a, probably a big uh, blog going. Oh, my gosh. It's List of Mattel list. toys. So, they, all they do is 
get the licensing for different things. Ah, because they've got Aladdin, they've got Avatar. Oh, Real Monsters, Barbie, Batman. So all they are is a, a plastic company. They make plastic versions of. Right. So also like a manufacturer. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. But they just have the licensing rights. But for then it. they would have, they would own the IP of things like Barbie, I would imagine. Yes. You know what I mean? They're there. Let's have a look. Barbie, 1959, like that's how old it is. So is a fashion doll and fictional character, so that's the main thing. It's a mm-hmm. doll and it's a character manufactured by a toy company, Mattel. Mm-hmm. Um, 1959, businesswoman, Ruth Handler, creation of the doll. Barbie is the figurehead of a brand of Mattel dolls and accessories, yeah. including other family members and collectible dolls. So it's one of their benchmark. But creations. for example, Batman's not owned by Mattel, but they do make Batman. Yes. Toys. Exactly. So yes. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing to see how that, all that works. They've got Battlestar Galactica, so all they are is a licensing licensing company. Yeah, but if they're being but then around, they do since- own some things specifically. Mm-hmm. Like Barbie, which oh, is probably so, where they make most of their money. Yeah, but there'll be some original stuff like Cabbage Patch Kids that would be original. Nineteen ninety four. Yeah, saying. so it'd have a mix. Um, but because they've been around for that long, they've just got the cred for it. Interesting. Hmm. I had a Cabbage Patch Kid growing up. Or a couple. I honestly I didn't have it. very many toys. No? So here's the Mattel toys. Mm-hmm. So this is, must be the ones that they have in their portfolio: Hot Wheels, Hot Gigantic, Wheels. Polly Pocket. Mm-hmm. I used to love Polly Pocket. Barbie. I mean, yeah, and then they have some Disney stuff and mm-hmm. DC stuff, but again, they're owned. Interesting. By those respective companies. All right. Yeah, I never really had many toys at all growing up. Not that well, I can remember anything. I was decent. very lucky then, so very lucky to have toys and stuff growing up. So then up. their subsidiaries are Fisher Price, which is more for like Babies. younger kids and toddlers. Yep. On Megablocks, which is the competitor to Lego. Is it? I thought Duplo was. Oh, sorry. I th- for some reason, I thought it was Megablocks. Oh, no, it's it is Mega. Megablocks, but okay. it's, not, it's, more, it's not really... I mean, it is building Nothing, sets. Oh, isn't no, Duplo I think, I think owned it's by Lego? I we were, were out of the toy game. <laughs> we don't really have any clue No. what's popular, who owns what. Mm-hmm. Interesting, though. So, Barbie movie. I mean, I can go see Oppenheimer and you can watch... You could probably watch Barbie twice over... Probably, because how long is Oppenheimer? Three hours. Barbie is two hours. Okay. Not twice. I already know the ending anyway. I've seen the spoilers. Of Oppenheimer or a Barbie? Barbie. I'm pretty sure we, I mean, if you know history, you know about Oppenheimer. Whoa. Even Google's gone to the Even the Google's length. part of the campaign. For those that are just listening, so we just searched Barbie in Google and then it had like a whole bunch of like stars and the, ba- the page is all pink and everything. So even Google's on the Barbie board. Interesting. So like- yeah, and the, even the Google logo is pink. Yeah, everybody's gone fanatic it's for Barbie it. Barbie week. It is literally Barbie week. Yeah, because it's out this week, right? Yes. Why else would we be talking about it right now? No, it was viral moments. Yeah. Because I don't know too much about the Oppenheimer one anyway, and they're calling it Barbieheimer because they're both out at the same time. And they're polar opposites in terms of... Um, Movie styles. Yeah, <laughs> very, very different. But the cast that is in Oppenheimer is like pretty bolo, so you've got some big <laughs> bolo. <laughs> what does bolo stand for again? <laughs> this is cooked episode already. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Oppenheimer stands what? What just? What was the question? What was bolo stand for? Be, again, on, be on the lookout. Oh, be on the lookout, yeah. So hey, it kind of, you know, fit mi- you know, it matches this this one anyway. Be on the lookout for all these actors is what you're telling me. Yes, exactly. So Oppenheimer, didn't you don't know what it's about? No. It's a biography biographical thriller film based on the theoretical physicist IJ uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer, who did started the uh, atomic bomb. Ah, oh, okay. Yep. So it's it's based around that period, the, mm-hmm. the weapon to end all wars. Right, and I guess the lead up, the the post post nuclear or post atomic bomb effect, mm-hmm. and um, I guess the, the craziness and hysteria around that sort of time. Far out, far out. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you. I I feel like Barbie's more up your alley. Oh, a hundred percent it is. But I I do like good movies as well. I 
You know, I've seen a lot of movies, a lot of good ones as well. Yeah, yeah. A lot of bolo. What's what's on your movie bolo list? Top top three movies. Be on the lookout. Um, top three. Oh, I'm just gonna name like favorites though, which is like Indiana Jones. Well, they, they're your favorites. You're allowed Matrix to have your own favorites. And Goonies. I'm gonna pick those three. Matrix. Yep. Goonies. Indiana Jones. Interesting. Any if- particular Jones movie? Um, the one with Sean Connery, so the third one. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Sean Connery. Temple of, um, no, The Last Crusade is what it's called. Fair enough. Yes. What about you? Top three? Top three movies. It's hard. And these are probably not going to be considered classics by any means, but mm-hmm. ones that I've watched many times. Mm-hmm. Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, okay. This used to be a classic. Yeah, 100%. Um, Transformers, the first one with Shia LaBeouf and um... no, that's a joke. Oh, okay, it's a good movie though. I don't, I'm not that. I like movies. The first Transformers is fun. I like movies and I, I enjoy watching them, but not enough to the point where I'm thinking about them in that way where I have to rank them or thinking about them beyond the actual sitting and watching of the movie. If that gotcha. makes sense, yeah. So I don't know. I've seen so many, but they just fly off the top of my head. Like, mm-hmm. I forget about them real fast. Revenge of the Nerds, definitely up there. Um, a lot of re- revenge movies. Revenge of the, ro- of the, not Rotten Tomatoes. What's the tomato movie? Revenge of the Tomatoes. The Giant Tomatoes. Yeah. The Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Is that George Clooney's in that, right? Attack of the Killer Tomato. I think it's a young George Clooney from memory. It's like really C-grade. Is it George Clooney? I don't think George no. Clooney is in it. It's okay. Very, it's, it's a 1978 parody film. Okay. It's just these giant tomatoes trying to kill people. Things like that and Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, Little So basically Shop of random things attacking people, except for Revenge of the Nerd. It's kind of like this. The nerds are reta- attacking the jocks. I got a lot of re- revenge elements in all, right. all three. What are you trying to say? That you, you got a vendetta against the world? <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> There's a common theme there. Mm-hmm. Attack, revenge. Got a lot of built-up anger What there. was the third one I said? Uh, I should remember. Little Shop of Horrors. And that's like the... So they all have the word of in them. That That's the common theme. But the Little Shop of Horrors is like literally they get attacked by that big um plant thing. Plant. Yeah. A bit of uh, Venus flytrap or something, right? I can't fucking remember. Yeah. It's got the Honey Ash like the kid's dad in it. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So, Scrap, Killer Tomatoes, Honey Ash Rank the Kids. That's, yay. That's, You've talked that about that classic. before. Yeah. They're just ones I watched dozens Heaps. of times. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Honey Ash Rank the Kids. Honey Ash the Kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, let's throw something a bit more modern in. I mean, there's ones that, there's, there's none that I really fall back on as mm-hmm. ones I, like comfort movies where I need to watch them. Over and over if I've got nothing to watch. Yeah. I'm always in the hunt for something new. I think with my ones, I just, I used to watch them lots, like, when I was younger. Now, I don't know if I could sit through, like, probably could, Indiana Jones and stuff again, but I wouldn't be able to watch them as much as I used to. I used to be able to watch them, like, a few times a year, back back, back in my 20s. Really? Mm-hmm. I had a lot of free time back then. Honey, I blew up the kids is good. The That's the second one, right? And that's when the baby becomes, like, a gigantic. big, like, gigantic. Baby stay out. Oh, I used to love that movie. That was a good one. The little, the um, the thieves. Oh no, they tried to kidnap the baby. That's right. And it was just like a race around like New York City. <laughs> Kid just like trying to always get into trouble. Just, just VHS heavy video easy. Oh, just that stuff. that late nineties, early two thousand style movies were like the best. Yeah. Yeah. Some really whack ones. <laughs> like really whack storylines. You wouldn't be able to do them now. Yeah. Now it's just you know. Barbie and real life stories about Oppenheimer. Well, yeah, everything is just so dramatic now. Mm-hmm. Well, it has to be. Well, not Barbie anyway. It has to be dramatic. It has oh, to sorry, be attention. Sorry, Josh Clooney is in it by the looks of it. Hey, I was right. He's in the TV series. Okay. I thought, I don't know how I knew that, but okay. How did you know that? George Clooney. There's got to be go. a scene here. Wow. Oh, uh, look at young George Clooney with a mullet. Sexy. I think it's called Malay. Oh, Malay. <laughs> Malay? <laughs> Thank you, Malay. <laughs> Native scene 32-1, take Oh, this is five. Return of the Killer Tomatoes. And action. How you doing? 
just fine. What can I get for you? Well, I'm kind of thirsty. I wonder if you got something I can drink. Kind of thirsty, I'll tell you. They what, are standing I'm so close together. I go out and I get myself a Pepsi Cola. Wow, a Pepsi Cola. Yeah, you know, it's the choice of a new generation. Well, groovy, groovy, but I'm a little hungry too. Kind of hungry, I'll tell you. Well, when I get a little hungry, I go out. I picked myself up a Nestle's Crunch Bar. Mm. Yeah, it's crunchy. When it crunches. Wow, I'd heard that. I'd heard that. Yeah. Seen. I'm also seen. Must so dry. You're dry. Hot, 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 Unless if it's like. Because huh? he said the. It's a parody. Yeah, I was going to say. A moosehead. Moosehead. From the north. From the north. Huh? Or. A foster. Fosters from south. Down under. Huh? Good day, mate. <laughs> hey, Ozer. Hey, Matt. Hey, Chad. How about a crest? Yeah, I gotta talk to you now. There's obviously a tomato <laughs> coming soon. Yeah. I find out. Cornflakes. <laughs> so this is like a straight up like spoof like TV series. It's a movie. Have you seen the first one at all? I want to say that I have. I just remember like people running down the street and just like tomatoes are just like rolling after them. Across this great nation, almost everyone has been affected in one way or another by this terrible tomato onslaught. Mrs. Williams, I understand your husband is. Tweets <laughs> the country. Foursquare Productions presents perhaps the funniest film ever made. Attack of the Killer Tomato. Oh my gosh, that's so Attack of the Killer Tomato. <laughs> You've never seen a film like it. This is the. That's right. Did they make like a like a min miniature set that was just like actual tomatoes rolling down? Eating tomatoes rolled a monstrous proportion. Faced with this unprecedented menace, the president calls upon Mason Dixon, special agent. Aided by his trusty sidekick, Dixon begins to unravel the terrifying. Who signs off on this? Oh my god. I wonder how much that will cost to make. How much to make Attack of Killer Tomatoes? What's your What's your guess? Um, seventy five k. Seventy five. Yeah, that's pretty low. I mean, it is what eighties, not seventies. Yeah. I'm gonna say one twenty. One twenty. Ooh, a hundred. A budget of less than a hundred k. Damn. There you go. Not that. What? Not that much at all. No. Well, because, like, from, like, the year that it was released and then because they would have had the miniature sets and they were actually using, like, actual real tomatoes, just, like, scrolling down. Not scrolling down, rolling down. Crazy. Interesting. All right. So funny. Movies like, you know, Hot Shot, like, Monty Python, just always kind of like those spoof ones. Return of the Killer Tomatoes Strike Back and then Killer Tomatoes Eat France. There yeah. you go. 27%. Ron Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Great movie. There's video games, there's Game Boy game, novelization, comic book. Okay. A little bit of everything. Now, will that ever get remade? Um, no, I don't think so. Because they've tried to do like those sort of movies. What was the um, like Reefer Madness? I think it was like sort of like done in that similar style. That's more of a propaganda film, though. Yeah, but it's like a spoof was, of like that mm, kind of sort of. I think it was serious back in the day. No, Reef of Madness. It's like a comedy. Like it's a musical comedy. Are you sure? Yeah, it's got um Kristen um playing Veronica Mars chick in it. Auntie, which uh, there's a couple. Oh, I'm talking about the the musical. The musical. No, no, the original one from the 30s was a oh, a propaganda film. Okay. It was basically about um. If I remember correctly, uh, a black guy smoked weed and went insane. Then I think he like killed or raped someone or something. Right. Okay. Now I'm talking about the um the musical. Demonetized because I said some bad words. Oh. I mean, I'm just don't have we don't get monetized anyway. Yeah. But um, I Do mean, you want this me to is, like this, clap so you can like sleep it the, out. This is what the movie's about. I'm just <laughs> adding the synopsis of the movie. It's fine. Twenty-eight fifty-three. Um. The film was rediscovered in the early 70s and gained new life as an unintentional satire. So it was a serious th thing made in the 30s, mm -hmm. and then they found it back in the 70s when, I guess, the hippie flower power movement was coming around, and then gotcha. it became funny because everyone realized how ridiculous it was. Right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. It's just black and white people just, you know, the black and white ones where they used to speed things up. Charlie mm -hmm. Chaplin styles, everything's like super animated. Yeah. It was like like that. So uh, once they started smoking weed, the 
stuff okay. going crazy. Now I was talking about the. Do you want to bring up the musical one? Like I was talking about something that was super different. <laughs> the musical. Nineteen ninety eight. I mean, that's what it'll be based on, right? Um, Ellen Cumming. No, it's not like that's the actual musical music. I'm talking about the movie. The movie musical, two thousand and five. Yes. That's the one I remember. Oh, that I've seen that horrible. one. But you can see they've just um, repurposed the Kristen idea. Bell and Christian Chris Campbell, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. That's right. Quite old. Mm-hmm. Not that old. And then coming. <laughs> yep. He's in it. Interesting. Musical, your favorite. I do like musicals. I feel like Barbie could have been a musical. Well, there's a, there's a, in the trailer, there's like a singing scene. So it might be like a little bit of musical. There's dance sequences. So it might be just like a little bit of a combination. Cause I think probably in actual Barbie world, everybody's singing, everybody's dancing, everyone's having like a good time. And then she goes into like the real world and everyone's like, who are these crazy people? Yeah. Margot Robbie. She's so talented. So hot. I know. She's such a babe. Oh my God. She's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Do you ever watch her on Neighbours? She played like this emo, uh, kind of a weird emo outcast character. No, I don't remember on Neighbours. Um, and I was a Neighbours kid, not a Home and Away kid. She was only there for, I mean, a couple of years, but. Neighbours, Margot Robbie. Oh, look, it's already popping up. People are. <laughs> Doesn't look that emo. Oh, not emo, but she was like the. Trouble, troublemaker. Just the old bunny art. Yeah. I remember her being more emo. She was just like... Should be there for one another. Maybe I'm getting it wrong. Maybe this scene. That's a different something else. No. (laughs) From Margot to Donna. Fox. Hmm. I swear she was like... used to wear like more black eyeliner and stuff. Well, there was like a scene down there where she did. I kind of think I remember her being in that school uniform, but yeah. 2010. It's easy to find a domain name that suits your right, business and helps protect your brand <laughs> online. No one is so. Donna, I need you to look at me. <gasps> Tony! The doctors need your permission. There's not a lot of time for the organ donation. What if I don't want to give my permission? I know this is a really difficult time to deal with this. But you have to remember us what Ringo would have wanted. He's helping even now. Okay, it's obviously just horrible. Who would be home for us? She must be pretty old. This is 12 years ago. 12? Yeah, that was 2010. Oh. She's got to be at our age, 35. Surely. 33 years. Oh, she's younger than us. (laughs) I mean, we're old. Age myself down a little bit. (laughs) 35. Interesting. Oh, she's killing it. She's probably the biggest Australian actor, actress there is right now. The only other one that would be competing is Nicole Kidman, but she hasn't really done much recently. Like, the, Margot Robbie's been in a movie at least every year. That's true. And big ones. Yes. I mean, Tarantino, you got Suicide Squad. Yeah, Scorsese. Wolf of Wall Street, does that Scorsese? Uh, uh, even when you search up Margot Robbie, the Barbie sort of, like, flashing comes up. Flashing? What? What? Oh, you just scared me when you said flashing really surprisingly. You said Margot Robbie flashing. I was like, oh, yeah. damn, I'm going to pause the pod. Boopies. No boopies. Okay. So uh, that's enough movie and Barbie talk, I believe. Mm-hmm. Unless you've got more interesting stuff to bring up. Not about Barbie. Uh, well, this is, a, is probably the closest tie-in there is to Barbie. So yeah. new TikTok trend mm-hmm. that I'm, I might encourage you to take up. Really? Yeah, I can imagine you doing it. Oh, really? Do you think I get paid heaps for it as well? <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, not heaps, maybe a couple of bucks here and there. Yeah. So there's a new TikTok trend. Uh, what do they actually call it? I'm not too sure. We'll get into it. Uh, they call like NPC. So basically what they do is act like an NPC, uh, a non-playable character in a mm-hmm. game. Yeah. So like computer generated or computer controlled. So, so you know when you're playing like Grand Theft Auto or something and mm-hmm. you're just walking around ready to steal someone's car or shoot them, and you could interact with the random bystanders on the side of the street. Yeah. Or if uh, Grand Theft Auto is not your thing, Skyrim, and you go into a bar and they're like, yeah. what can I get you? And they have three or four automated responses. That, that's mm-hmm. the, all they can do because that's yes. what they generated to do. Mm-hmm. Basically, there's um, this is from NBC News, so, I mean, very much legit. E- everyone's writing about it this week. Yes. Uh, TikTok creators are embracing a particular new live genre in which they stream themselves 
acting like non-player video game characters. Viewers of such streams become the puppeteers of real-life NPCs, which in the gaming world are typically bystanders in stories that are programmed to speak only from predetermined selections of dialogue options. So creators can earn tips so creators on TikTok can earn tips from viewers who are able to buy virtual coins to spend on cartoon gifts that can be converted into real money. So it sounds a little bit confusing. Basically on screen as a viewer you have say 20 things to choose from and you spend virtual coins to choose a gift or basically like a little emoji emoji or a similar to a super sticker on YouTube if you're into YouTube live streams. Mm-hmm. Uh, and each gift is corresponded to an action that the person, the creator, will do in real time for yeah, you. action or a phrase that they might say. Um, so during NPC streams, gifts, which the gifts that the, the viewer clicks on, mm-hmm. activate specific phrases or actions that are performed with the same automated sounding tones and motions every time. So this is, uh, it's kind of been popular in Asia and Japan and places like that. Mm-hmm. It's starting to get a bit more traction in the US. One of the biggest creators, Pinky Doll, does like four or five hour streams and does not rate character the entire time. Wow. And basically is just doing all these automated responses and prompts mm-hmm. for hours at a time. Far out. That would be like. And she's making like seven grand a day or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it seems like crazy, but it also takes like. F, like a, skill. a lot of effort, yeah. a lot of concentration, hundred percent to not break character or laugh or like take a gasp of air. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. We're gonna play a little bit here for you. If you're just listening, um, you're probably gonna get the gist of it anyway. If you're watching, it's pretty insane to watch. Also, interesting thing I didn't realize is she's always holding a hair straightener. Hair straightener. Yep. For a particular reason. Right. So the whole the whole concept is to keep your attention. Yeah. And not everyone's going to be giving gifts, right? They just want to tune in and see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Even though there's there's nothing extraordinary happening. Imagine you watch, let's say, a sporting game. Mm-hmm. You never know what's going to happen. Is someone going to get a goal? Is someone going to get penalized? With this, you know, if you watch and there's only 20 um, responses or phrases that are t- – available to choose from mm-hmm. you're not going to see any anything at all outside of those 20 responses yes so if you're watching there's no unpredictability at all mm-hmm. it's all you're watching is the sequence of which she's doing things yeah so does that sound kind of boring to you it can but like now like because this is a different clip that i've seen if she's holding a hair straightener i bet if they donate a certain amount of money she does something with the no. hair straightener no no do you know why she has the hair straightener there's popcorn in it what? So to keep your attention the whole time, yeah. if, if what she's doing yeah. and the phrases that she's saying or the mm-hmm. gifts that people are giving yeah. aren't interesting enough, she's doing something else on the side to keep your attention the whole time. Right. She has one piece of popcorn in a hair straightener. Yeah. So at the very least, you're sitting and waiting for that one thing to pop. Right. That's, what's, that's the, there's almost like, three to four levels of attention if one of the other ones aren't fulfilling to you. So potentially, potentially that will hold your attention for longer because gotcha. you're waiting two minutes for it to pop. Gotcha. It's pretty crazy to think about. Far out. And like this is – so this is obviously a new trend that's sort of like now hitting like Western like, like TikTok and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So I'm, like I'm interested to see where this evolves because you've had like those like 24-hour live streams with people like, uh, you know, dictate what I say or you have like the I've done what my fans wanted to do kind for a day. Big on Twitch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's that, that kind of thing or like, you know, the one where they – I think they try to sleep but you can like donate stuff and it makes noises and keep them awake and that kind of thing. But so This takes all of the – improvisation Mm -hmm. and real life out of it because all you're doing is acting and just responding. Yeah, having those certain amount of prompts. So when you see it, you say the exact same thing over and over again. So there's not the only thinking you have to do is remembering what to say say Yeah, and in what tone and what inflection. Mm -hmm. So we're going to play a little bit here for Mm. you. Mmm, coconut so good. Mmm, coconut so good. Balloon. 
Grab, 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 grab. Mmm, coconut, so good. Grab, 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 balloon. Grab. Mmm, ice cream, so good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, thank you, VC. You got me feeling like a queen, huh? Thank you, Shelby. Fire, 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 fire. Ooh, gang, gang. Gang gang, mmm, ice cream so good. Fire, 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 fire. Take your lily, slay, huh? Meow, meow. Mmm, that was so good. Coconut, pop, amazing. Huh? Oh, thank you, Chris. I love you. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Mmm, balloon. Yeah. Mmm, ice cream. got no popcorn in there now. There must be something in there where someone says put popcorn in things so she can't do it until someone puts it in. Ah. And then that's, rather than doing all these 10 quick ones back to back to back, mm -hmm. there's like a longer four-minute one that's happening in the background while the other ones are going on. Yeah. So good. Oh, thank you, user. I love you. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Cake, 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 cake. Fire, 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 fire. Far out, like, and you said, how long did she do these hours. for? Oh my gosh! Absolute hours. Yeah. Um. So, this is back to the article. The streaming genre got widespread attention when creator Pinky Doll, who we just watched, went viral for one of her repeated phrases: "Ice cream so good." Oh, because she does a. <laughs> yeah, of course, the weirdo guys got to watch her do that. Yeah, hundred percent. Which she says every time viewers gift her virtual ice cream cones. Pinky Doll, who's Half a million TikTok followers include rapper Timberland has stirred so much confusion and intrigue that she earned her own entry in the database Know Your Meme. Yeah, because it's just on the level of like so bizarre, but also not at the same time because you can so totally see that working just the way like human beings are weird. It's, yeah, it's there's people in the ASMR space that's saying here that are sort of transitioning into that. Um, there's one person here that describes herself as your very own AI Tamagotchi. Right. So people that like ASMR, mm -hmm. it's you're sort of catering to that desire to just. You said you, it was something along the lines of control. Um, it was a control fetish. Control fetish, yeah, which is essentially what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like with because like, I've seen some of those ASMR ones where people like do a blue one or do a pink one. They have like a theme ASMRs, or they do it with like a particular object or things like that. There, people are like dictating like what they want to see, so they're doing it. So it's just that one step extra rather than just doing what comments say. They're doing that live stream and like doing what they say in real time. Yeah, so she's making seven thousand dollars a day. For five catchphrases. And that's all you need to know is the five catchphrase and that's it. Are there any other ones in there? I'd be curious to see, like, what some of the others are like. Other people that are doing it? Yeah, because she's the only one that I've seen. We can go straight to the talk itself. Ah. NPC. Ain't got shit on me. You can touch the sky. I mean, it would have to be a live stream, right? It would have There's to be, There's probably people yeah. doing it right now. Would be. Let's see. You pick one. Another NPC. I don't know, just the one with like the elf ears or something. Super bizarre. Oh, you can't watch live until you. This one? Yeah. Cat hop, meow, meow, meow. Cat hop, meow, meow, meow. Exercise strong. So strong. Exercise strong. So strong. So strong. So strong. Tiny dining R. Good game. Good game. Good can you be Good to make game. money? Yes. Spicy what? Spicy what? Spicy what? Spicy what? Spicy what? Cap. And you have to have like the same sort of like tone as well exactly every time. You need to act like you're an NPC. That's like, the whole point. I imagine just like I get so thirsty after talking for ages. Like how long are these streams for? Your tank's smelly. <laughs> Cough twice. Cough twice. So this is like a like a <laughs> like a weird sexualized almost. Yeah. I'm hungry. Nah. Mm. Your team's yucky. Uh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh uh, man, I I think it's some like this. It's a place for anything in this world. I've yeah. come to with the internet. There's 
something for everybody. There's something like for everyone, and there's there's always room for innovation mm-hmm. or for something like this to take off and gain yeah. traction. People don't know what they like until it's presented to them. No. Like, that's – it's such a bizarre concept, but I'm, like, it's – like, it's so weird, but I'm also not surprised at the same time. Like, it's just – it's, like, kind of – I think I remember seeing a comment saying, like, Black Mirror, like, this is kind of where, you know, influencers are going to be making their money. This is probably the exact same thing with this. There's people that are copying it straight up with the popcorn. Like, there's no originality now. It's just doing the same thing. They see it works and people making money, and then they're just going to like capitalize on it. So I can see you doing it. Me? Yeah. Hmm. You'd have to have the followers, and they have to pay you for it, right? No, you don't need the followers. You just need like a certain amount of catchphrases, I guess. No, you just need to be authentic and charming and yes well not that charming authentic but like, that's not authentic it's a character it's an npc how is that authentic authentic to the character that you're doing yes right okay okay <laughs> i'd get so bored i can't sit down for like long periods of time is a one hour podcast your limit about that yeah you know i'm watching a movie and then i start to like go like I'll just get up randomly and i'll go and get a water or i'll you know that's start normal. like <laughs> you need, you're thirsty no, but I mean, like, just the, you know, I work in, like, a retail environment. Like, I can't stand, like, sitting down for long periods of time or just being that repetitive. I would go crazy. So, what about every time you drink water, you go, mmm, water, yum, yum, yum. Will you pay me for it? I'll give you one virtual water icon. Mmm, <laughs> water, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> and you go. Oh, you know what would be a different one? It'd be a healthy one. It's like, ooh, broccoli, ah. <laughs> Make me poop. <laughs> Make me poop. Yeah, fiber. The poop symbol, yeah. Mm, fiber made me poop. That's a good one. Yeah. I feel like I could do it. I could do it. You know, it'd be a different one, like a couple's one. Like what? I don't know. It'd be like couple's responses. Not couple's responses, but like just two people doing it. And then there'll be like maybe different style responses or I don't know. They, they've they only got solo ones. I don't see like two It'd people doing only it. only fans ones with sexual positions and, and things like that for sure. Oh, like a like a twister esque sort yes. of style. Basically, yeah. it's basically twister. Yes, that's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah, right hand yellow. Right hand in the left foot green. Different hole. Yeah, <laughs> finger in a different hole. Mmm, <laughs> water. Yum yum yum. It's kind of fun. It's kind of it is kind of fun. You could. I I, I totally get sick of it after a while though. Hmm. What are you trying to think of, like, other responses you can do? No, I'm trying to think of how to take it to the next level. Like, the Twister sort of style one would be interesting. No, in terms of what if you could add uh, an action or a phrase into someone's already existing um, library of choices? Maybe if you donate a certain amount, you'd be like, say this. So rather than just these little five-cent tips, what if you could... Donate five hundred bucks and and send a recording of exactly what you want and add it to the arsenal. Well, yeah, potentially. I know that's what you can do on OnlyFans. Is like you can request like do put your feet here or something like that. I don't know. And there's some people that will do the request for a certain amount of money. It comes down to the money. You can't be doing this for fun. No, it's a part of selling yourself, right? Like you. Selling, selling yourself short, yeah. <laughs> or just selling your time or just selling your san- sanity maybe. It's attention. It's all. Yeah. It's, it's the same as the, the Barbie to- topic before. It's mm-hmm. just pure attention. Yeah. How can we get your attention? We're going to cover every brand with the Barbie logo for the next two months. Yeah, and it'd be like because you're relying on the, what the people like donating or like commenting for like her response. It'd be like, all right, I'm just going to watch this for half an hour to see if there's going to be anything different. Like, you know, what does this amount of money get you? That's what I'm saying. So after a while, you there's nothing left to watch. There's no level of unpredictability left. Mm-hmm. You just get, I guess, get captured in the bizarreness of it all. It's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's working, it's working. Mm-hmm. 100%. You all right? What did you drop? Okay. Well, yeah. What fidget spinner do you have? Off the microphone. Oh, okay. <laughs> the little clip. Gotcha. For the cable. All right. Interesting. NPCs. 
way of the future for mm, people podcast. that earn money. Fun, fun, fun. Mmm, <laughs> recording. Lovely. Mm, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you could do it. Mm, too much coffee. Poop time. <laughs> Poop time. I could make phrases up all day long. Maybe I could be like just a phrase engineer. You could be because you do make songs up all the time. You do so make a lot of songs up. You do, yeah. Especially mostly, about Archie. Mostly about Archie. Yeah. But you do. You make little catchphrase, like little um, jingles. jingles. Yeah. You jingle, jingle queen. Mm-hmm. Man. King. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you my jingle queen from now on. My jingle queen. Mm, coffee. Too much. Poopy poo. Because I try to partake in the jingles and then I just ruin it most no, of the you, time. <laughs> you destroy them. I do. Sometimes it's probably like maybe 1% of the time I'll like add something and Not make even. it. Not even. Not even. 1%'s pretty fair. I've got this good... One out of 100. I've got this good melody going. It's fun. Everyone's having a good time. And you come in and it's because you never studied music in school. You come in either off pitch you just drag out certain aspects or you you add in like syncopation when it's not needed. What? Just a word for it's me. Musical. I did <laughs> I did music in year eight. You don't know what time and signatures are, you just kinda of I know what it. time signatures are. What's four four? A time signature. What does it mean? Four notes in four like chord four. <laughs> I did, and I learned bass is like a fun thing, but the, that dude was like a terrible teacher. He's just like, what song could you girls want to play? And we're like, we want to learn Girls? Good- you didn't go went- one-on-one? No, it was a, like I went to an all-girls school, and there was like oh, an okay, extra yeah, extra yeah. thing. You paid this dude like 50 bucks, and oh, it was like a few of go. us in a did music room. Bass guitar, strum, strum, strum. Almost. He's like, what song do you girls want to learn to play? And we're like, good Charlotte. And then oh, he would just teach just, us how to play the song. like, oh, fuck yeah, the easiest, easiest possible Yeah, we're just a bass bunch ever. of like punk kids, and then- yeah, then I had to like pop punk, though. pop punk, and then I had to play or learn how to play Huber Stank for like a like an assembly thing, which is like again like a super easy song. The that reason dude's laugh, laughing now because he's like Huber Stank. He's just like, oh, I'm out here teaching people. It wasn't my choice to play Huber Stank. We just had to play it for like a bloody assembly thing. Huber Stank. Is it Huber Stank? All, Huber Stank. Of all the bands to have learned over the years. You chose Hooper Stank. I did not choose it. The school chose it. It was a Catholic school and they're like a religious kind of like Christian group or whatever. Do you know what Hooper Stank means? No. Neither do I, but it sounds sexual. It probably does. It's probably something Christian, I'm assuming, because they're like a Christian band. Are they? Or why else would we have to play the reason to me? Okay. Oh, shivers. (laughs) So bad. Hooperstank. Yeah. Signed into... I don't know. You have to bring it up. Best known for their hit single, The Reason. Yeah. There's no elements of Christianity here. Okay. Well, there you go. Let's see. The band was provided a variety of explanations. The band has provided a variety of explanations for the origin of the band's unusual name and is unclear where it originated from. Claims have included that is a mispronunciation... Pronunciation... Mispronunciation of a German street slang for someone who owns many sneakers. Okay. Well, that's boring. Mm. All right, no mind that. Arms wide. That's not them, is it? That's um, Arms wide open. No, it's not them. They had a saxophonist in the band. Did they? The band used a funk, metal, and ska punk sound. There you go. There you go. What's what's their song? Who just think the reason? Yeah. You don't that's remember what, it? That's what you learned. I had to learn, yeah, the bass one for just like a assembly thing. The reason that's the song. Yeah. When I started my business oh, in 2011. Okay, now. Wait for it. Let's go. I found a oh yeah, we want that song. <laughs> but just like the melody, listen to the melody, like on bass. And it's literally going up and down chords the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it wasn't hard to learn. So as long as you had a wrist? Yes. And you could, like, just strum in time? Yeah. 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 And it wasn't, yeah, you, one note. Yeah. That's four, 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 you. Right. One, two, three, yeah. four. One, two, three, four. One, yeah. two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Four beats in a thing. A bar. Yeah. Do you know you. what five, four is? Five beats in a bar? Yeah. Can you do it? Bum, 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 bum. Let's. Bum, 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 bum. 
da 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 da. I should uh, teach you some music. Da 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 da. Do you know what triplet is? Triplet. Triple the time. Triple the time it takes. No. No. Okay. Then no. Triplet is. Imagine the word banana. Banana. Yeah. Banana. Banana. One two three. One two three. One two three. Wouldn't that be three fours? If that's like in one note. Ah, oh, so, so if, if a, a note four. is one, two, three, four, it's three instead of like one, two, three, four. A triplet is. Three. So instead of saying nine fours, it's just a triple. No, it's four four is a time signature. Yeah, but you have quavers, semi quavers, and that sort of thing. Right. A triplet is three. Three threes. No, no. <laughs> It's been 15 years since I did music at school, but yeah. Banana, 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 the fat. So do you learn little little beats? Or you did your um it's like a drone a, video and then you did your own soundtrack to yeah, it. Yeah. I'd love a um a keyboard, a piano. Like a grand piano? No, I'm not getting a fucking grand piano. But just like a general like drone, like how many what's like a the normal Do you know what your grand piano would be? A couple of thousand. Even a baby uh, yeah, sell five more cars and maybe might buy one. <laughs> Even a, a baby grand is a lot of money. Just an right. upright. Just a little upright, one with like the the legs, a little upright piano. <laughs> little legs. Oh, no. Nah. It's just going to float in the middle of the room. That's the of future of gonna... <laughs> pianos, you know, hovering pianos. <laughs> one with legs. You need a chair, you know, one with legs and everything like that. Upright piano. Piano or keyboard. Oh, oh that's cute. What? The little wooden one. Look, even these are a couple of grand. A little wooden one, yeah, the, as opposed to the plastic one. Well, you can't Sorry, get plastic ones. I'm just going to make ones. a lot of fun of you here. That's fine. I would love one. I would, especially if you had a kid, I'd be playing piano all the time. Yeah, you want your kids to learn piano. So these are school. 20 grand almost. Obviously, right. you can probably get one for a, a decent one or two, mm-hmm. but a grand? Sheesh. Okay. Otherwise, we'll just buy a little Casio keyboard. All right. I'll buy you a piano one day for your birthday Christmas. My birthday Christmas? Yeah, because they're close together. So it can be birthday Christmas. Christmas birthday. Oh. <laughs> eBay. Um, a proper piano. Let's see how much they are on eBay. A dollar on us. It's a pickup. You're going to have to spend about four grand getting it fixed and tuned. Mm-hmm. Yamaha. Yamaha is like the OG, right? Uh, yeah, been around for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You probably, you could pro if you had. The means to pick something up, you could probably pick up a pretty dope upright off eBay. Because mm-hmm. people have just like been sitting on them for ages, right? And, and they're just they're... impossible to move. Yes, because they'd be so heavy. Classic. Oh yeah, that'd be dope. All right, I'll put it in the the wish list for some time later down the track. Piano for Drew, or if anybody would like to donate us piano, let us know. <laughs> Damn. A nice okay. little wooden one, but then you have to dollar. get it like tuned and um dollar dollar dollar. People dollar? selling a piano for a dollar. No, it can't be. It's it has to be broken. Auction. It's not even an auction. Its price is one dollar. That can't be right. It's... Does it even have any keys? <laughs> it does have keys in there. Oh look, it's all yellow and yeah. But how hard would it be to clean that up? I don't know. Like, is the wires and stuff fine on the inside? Yeah, but you, pay, you could pay someone to do it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful antique, nineteen twenty. Mm-hmm. For good condition in working order. A dollar? Yo, Isn't... what the fuck? That can't be right. That... <laughs> Has to be wrong. A Why would dollar? you be selling it's... it for... <laughs> Unless if they've had it for like five years and it's Free pickup. A dollar? We should literally go and get that right now. Do you want to get that piano? For Just a me- dollar? Message the buyer, be like, is this actually a dollar? Could you imagine it's, it's meant do- to be up a, for like... A... It's a dollar or best offer. It's got best offer on it. Could you imagine if you like offers like, would you take fifty cents for this? It's a, wait, what? Unless if it's like ridiculously heavy, is yeah, it bolted it's to re- the wall? <laughs> yeah. No, it's no. just in a. It's in someone's shed. Yeah. Wow. 
Unless, you know what? It's probably haunted. Haunted? Yeah. It's probably haunted. Flip that stick. Because look at there's a bunch of books here. They're just obviously cleaning out a storage unit or a garage. Mm -hmm. Stack piano. The fancy piano? Dollar. George Stick. Dollar. Five grand. Four grand. Yo, we could flip this for a couple grand. You just need like some sort of vehicle or like forklift or whatever, and then you could be in the forklift. A piano flipping business. Yeah. Oh, for a business, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Forklift? With your bad back, you ain't lifting any pianos. Uh, oh, well, that's that's a fair point. Ain't lifting any pianos anywhere. Oh, I got shivers again. All right, let's wrap it up there. I'm getting yeah. the shivers. And totally I'm haunted. Buy this piano. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Piano. Mm, make some podcast. music. Fun, fun, fun. Back <laughs> next week. Seventy-seven. Bye. <laughs> Can we do it one more time? All right. What was it? What was it? Podcast ending. What? <laughs> this is this is how bad this is what you do when you I'm thinking that good I got a good thing going with a good tune and you're just like immediately ruin it mm, podcast fun 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 back next week episode seventy five okay See you then. all right I got gotcha. you the one more time because I can remember it straight away mm, podcast fun 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 back next week episode seventy five See you then all right one two no, you three. do it. podcast fun 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 episode seventy five seventy seven back next week was that good no one more time more animated though okay. Just to get your character. <laughs> Imagine your pinky doll. Alright, okay. Ooh, podcast, fun, fun, fun. Episode 77, back next week. See you guys. Alright, bye. <laughs>